Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Live Free Experience. I'm your host, Brianna Bowley, international performance coach and founder of the Live Free Movement, a movement dedicated to showing the world what else is possible. So on today's show, I have quite a controversial guest, and it actually makes me a little bit sad to deem her as controversial, but she's gone viral. Um, She's gone viral for what's been deemed a blood ritual. And I'm going to leave it to Yasmina to explain it a little bit more later. But Yasmina Jade has put her menstrual blood on her face, taken a photo, and it's taken the internet by storm. She's reached the UK, she's reached India, she's reached the US, um, and yeah, she's really triggered a lot of people. And I actually stumbled upon her through... Um, I found her on the Kyle and Jackie O show and a number of other mainstream uh, internet, uh, sorry, media outlets. And what really stood out to me was the fact that these mainstream media outlets were really using their discussions with her as more of a opportunity to take the piss, <laughs> to put it bluntly. You know, they really didn't give her the opportunity to have her say and it, it was a blatant piss take. And um, I know that, you know, obviously their intentions is for ratings and what have you, but I thought it a little bit sad that they didn't actually give Yasmina a, um opportunity to actually have her say and to voice and express her intention. And whilst I'm a little bit on the fence as to the blood ritual itself, um, I, I sort of feel I don't disagree, but I also, I'm not sure I fully agree. Um, but I, I believe in the intention behind it. So without further ado, um, yeah, let's have a chat to Yasmina and let's let's sort of dive a little bit deeper than the surface level action. Let's hear a little bit more about our intention. So yeah, have a listen. So how are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, really good. good. Wow, you've created quite a frenzy, haven't you? I sure have. Yeah, it's been super intense. <laughs> Do you want to explain to the listeners um, what it is exactly that you've you've done and, and, and sort of, I guess, the response you've had? Mm, yeah, sure. So um, it was probably about a month ago I decided to share with the world or share on my social media that I had performed a blood ritual, which was essentially just me connecting to my menstrual blood and placing it on my face and taking a photo and doing a big write-up on social media about it. And so that literally took off and got, you know, hundreds of shares and it just went completely viral. It was over in the UK, it was in India, America, Australia, and it just like took off. Um, And so this in itself brought up a lot of triggers around, around around the menstrual blood, around how we knew the menstrual blood, um, how much shame and taboo is, is related to that. Um, so it was interesting just viewing the reactions that I got from just posting a photo like that. It was quite an extreme photo, but in itself it was just seeing the belief systems that were below, yeah, below the surface around this kind of thing. 
Mm. So mm. did you have a following before the – because I, I know – am I right that you do quite a lot of um, retreats for women and, and, and that sort of thing? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So I run events for women, mainly around reclaiming the feminine and embodying that. Um, a lot of it isn't to do with the blood, but that will probably be incorporated in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So did you have a following before the um, before the everything went viral? No, not a massive following at all. It was just like kind of my immediate circle. Um, yeah, so there wasn't a huge following. So now it's, it's like you Google my name and it's like <laughs> crazy all the stuff that comes up. Mm, yeah, it's gone yeah. nuts. I mean, I've seen you on the Kyle and Jackie O show. Um, yeah. Where else were you interviewed? Um, I was on... Forget his name, some Bill, someone, some comedian. I was on his show, like I wasn't interviewed on it, but he was definitely speaking about me. Um, and it was just a lot of articles. So I was on the um, the Sun in the UK, the Metro, the New York, the New York Post, the like every single newspaper in the UK, which was really interesting. Um, wow. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> really interesting, and yeah, different different podcasts and people wanting to interview me so that's all just going to be happening in the next couple weeks so yeah so what I mean I heard on the Kyle and Jackie O show and we've spoken about this before that they sort of made a big joke out of it and didn't really give you much of an opportunity to I guess have your say what was the sort of general response from other you know how, how did other articles and that kind of frame it um, a lot of it was framed like I was creating a menstrual facial because, you know, that's just what you do. And <laughs> and it was beneficial for my skin, which was so not the point of it. But um, it was turned into this kind of like, oh, I try this, it's the new fad kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So can mm-hmm. you talk us through what your yeah. intention was for it and where that stems from? The what? what your intention behind doing so was and sort of where that stems from? Um, Yeah, so my intention for doing it, I guess I had had my own personal shame with bleeding Mm -hmm. and I felt like I didn't really speak about it or didn't share it and it was kind of taboo. It's just not something you speak about. So my own personal experience with that was to really dive deep into reclaiming the blood and to owning it and so that created and infused like a bond with my body and this gratitude with my body and this self-love that I'd never really experienced before so the whole ritual in itself just brought this this deep love connection to myself and also to the wisdom that we carry as women through the womb and the blood and and we've been shamed for this power that's within us and we're so unaware of, of these ancient teachings and, and sacredness of the blood. So I felt like I was tapping into this like lineage of just wisdom and, and power. And I was, it was profound. Like I've never experienced anything like that before. So the ritual created this beautiful space for me to really connect with myself and the history of like women. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, cause I'll be honest, I'm not sure where I stand on it. Um, yeah. I'm not sure whether it's for me, but I'm not against it. Yeah. But well, sort of when I saw it circulate in the internet, 
it kind of mm. led me to reflect a bit. And what I realized, like, even just the other day, um, I had to go down to get tampons from the store mm-hmm. and noticing how much, like, my natural response was to kind of, like, hide them at the bottom of my shopping basket. Yep. And even just, you know, like, trying to go to a female, um, you know, checkout chick rather than a male and, <laughs> and all of the stuff like that that kind of came up yeah. around it. And I was like, yeah. this is this is crap. Like this is, you know, exactly. it's natural. It's yeah. So yeah, your, the ritual definitely led me to reflect on just how much it is. It is shamed. It really is. Mm, mm, totally. And I don't think we even realize it. Like I was like that too. And I was reflecting on that and I'm like, wow, I have so much shame around buying pads and tampons and stuff like that. Mm. And, and we do as women and we kind of, it's so unconscious now. We just don't even realize we're doing it. So just the fact that this post went so viral, I think it just activated a lot of awareness around that. It's not necessarily saying that women need to go and perform this kind of ritual. It's just like, well, hey, why don't we actually mm. think about the way that we're viewing this? Mm, yeah definitely you know, and and just building a bit more awareness and consciousness around it and I was shocked at the response of um like by women and men like a lot of men were fully encouraging it and they're like yes women need to stand in their power they need to own this like we fully encourage and support it and I was like oh okay because like my past experiences with you know ex-partners and stuff had been like oh no you're bleeding yuck like that's yeah. gross kind of thing <laughs> Yeah. 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 Wow, so, that's incredible. I, I would not have expected that to be the response from men. Neither. I was very shocked and it was really eye-opening and it made me have a new appreciation for the for the men. And I was like, oh, men are here to support us. I mm. think we're the ones that fully, you know, have been disowning it and creating this, like, taboo around it. And even on, like, the Carl and Jackie O show, mm. Jackie was really uncomfortable about it. She yeah. Just, you know, she was like, no, nah, I don't want to borrow this. And Kyle was, was cool. Like, he was very, quite comfortable talking about yeah. it. So, you know, just viewing that, I was like, hmm, I think women have more of a problem with it, actually. <laughs> mm, absolutely. So what was the response that you got as a generalization from women? Mm, it was, I feel like a lot of it was, was 50-50. Like, a lot yeah. of women were like, you are messed up you need help like what why would you do something like that it's gross blah 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 and then a lot of women were like wow we needed to hear this I've had so much difficulty with this kind of thing like so it's probably a good 50 50 like Mm. negative and positive yeah 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 so are you Mm. being recognized on the street and that now or I definitely when it first because it happened at the beginning of um January so when it first happened I was I was definitely recognized and I did have a few people approach me and stuff like that. And, and I'd be walking around and people would be looking at me and I'm like, Oh, do they know? Are they picking up on the post? Like, yeah. I was like, oh. um, wow. But now I'm kind of like, just like, whatever. I'm not really aware of it. I'm like, yeah. Cool. yeah. So the people that approached you in the street, what was their, you know, what, what, what did they say? What were they saying? They were like, Oh, wow. I saw your post. It's incredible. Like, yeah, so it was a lot of that, that just, like, people admiring it. I feel like the people that probably didn't like it wouldn't have approached me. Like, mm, they probably yeah. would have seen me and been like, whoa, that's that chick that did that crazy thing. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, mm. you've brought up so much for me. Like even, you know, things like having to, you know, ask another female if, you know, they've got a, a you know, a pad or a tampon yeah. there. And it's like you sort of, you wait for the right moment and you do it in secret in the corner and, you know, you whisper yeah. and then, you know, they pass it across and you're sort of trying to hide it in your sleeve or, you know, whatever. Totally. And that's so bizarre when you really think about it, you know. It's such a natural and that's yeah. the thing, and yeah, why yeah. are we hiding it away? Yeah, well, it's just been shamed for so long, mm. like that's the thing, and and yeah, women are just it's the more we bring awareness to it, the more we kind of own it and speak about it, the more mm. it just becomes the norm, and then it doesn't have this power over us anymore. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. So, can you talk me through what you do in the the retreats and the ceremonies? Um, sort of outside of the blood ritual. I know you said that you don't currently incorporate that. So yeah, yeah talk us through your work outside of all of this, um, all of this <laughs> newfound fame. <laughs> yeah, so um, I run events for women, basically to reclaim their feminine energy. So I love to dive deep into adornment. So adornment in the external sense of like dressing beautifully and and playing with makeup and just really learning like a conscious approach of applying makeup and wearing clothes and and how they feel and how they can create this beautiful embodiment of the feminine and then we dive deep into into movement so dance and just playing and getting in really beautiful high vibrational states through dancing mm-hmm. um and so a lot of it is in ceremony so we'll we'll be in in sacred circle space and it will be a, a sisterhood sisterhood community thing and it's really beautiful so some of the events are full days some of them are just half days um it's just a space for women to come in to feel safe to be able to drop in connect with their sisters and connect back to their their heart and their body Mm, sounds incredible yeah yeah it's a lot of fun and you know for me like dance and dawning and and that play energy is really vital and it's like the creative flow feminine energy so it's just you know we don't really get that in a lot of our day-to-day life it's quite hustle it's quite go it's Mm, it's very structured It's, it's quite masculine so it's it's just really letting go of that and dropping back into the feminine which is very healing for us as women Mm, absolutely. So mm. for someone who may be listening that I guess is sort of new to the concept of the masculine and feminine energy, yeah. can you talk us through what you do mean by that? What I mean by that, yes. So I guess if you look at it in the sense of masculine is is the go-get-it kind of energy, it's the hustle energy, it's the creating structures, it's, it's the push kind of energy. Um, so, you know, a lot of corporate corporate lifestyles is that kind of thing it's not very flowy it's not very like relaxed and going with the flow kind of energy I think about like the 70s is like feminine flow <laughs> people are just like chilling out like yeah. not much structure just doing whatever um and then yeah the masculine quite a like intense get it kind of vibe um mm. to put it like simply so you kind of understand it um and then yeah, so with the feminine, it kind of, it's very just, it's it's life force energy, it's flow, it's radiance, it's joy, it's, it's this 
surrender energy and a lot of the time we get really caught up in the masculine we forget how much we need the feminine flow surrender it's like mm, that's absolutely. like key that's key for us as women especially but we've got both within so it's learning how to how to go between the two and keep them quite balanced so we're not overactive in the masculine or underactive in the feminine and vice versa mm-hmm. yeah awesome so it's learning balances yeah, absolutely. Mm. So as sort of the feminine steps up and I suppose really um, reconnects with that energy, yeah. what do you think, like how do you think this will impact the more of the masculine energy in terms of um, the masculine energy outside of ourselves, I suppose? Yeah, that's a really good question. So I see the feminine in my mind's eye, it's like the feminine's rising, but mm-hmm. it's also the more it rises, the more the like the true masculine can rise with it. And I feel like it's all just creating these balances within. So like it's like people learning how to balance out their life better, people learning, you know, that they need to take time for themselves. And this is men included. Like men, men need to also realize that they've got a feminine within them and they need to balance Mm -hmm. that out, you know, and it's really important to be able to nurture and feel and allow yourself that time. So it's, it's quite like men need it just as much as women need it. So Mm. in the outside world, I just feel like it would create this harmony that we're not quite yet in. We're kind of still a bit off center and I feel like it's still a bit too masculine. Um, Mm. And so it will just, the more we kind of cultivate this within us and this balance within us, the more it will come out in our external world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm sort of a big believer, and I I don't know, you may agree, you may not, but I'm a big believer that what's going on on a collective level is Mm. a reflection of what's going on on an internal level. And so if we look at the dynamic of, um, I suppose the feminine energy being the more repressed energy currently, mm. I feel is actually a reflection of um, us feminine. as in, yeah us as individuals mm-hmm. denying our inner feminine, and that goes for both females and males. But I think 100%. particularly, yeah, I think particularly so that you know there is such a uh, and and I believe it's beginning to shift. We've got we're experiencing a paradigm shift. But mm. there has been such a what's the word I'm looking for? Um, almost like it, it's worn as a badge of honor, as like I grind and look how hard I work, and yeah. you know the that hustle mentality. Yeah, and so Push and hustle. Yeah, and to have that um, more sort of playful, flowy, emotional feminine side yeah. is almost like you're not a real man if you know if you feel totally um, yeah totally mm, and, and some so women <laughs> absolutely yes yeah. yeah it's huge this whole like just pushing through it just get on with it you know that yeah. kind of mentality and and especially when we're bleeding and especially when we're premenstrual it's like mm. that's like the worst time for us to be out in the world mm. and be in that kind of energy so yeah it's it's really detrimental to our beings and to our, mm. our health mm. Mm. yeah deep topic hey it's a massive topic <laughs> it's actually huge. 
I wanted to uh, acknowledge you because, um, as I said, I, I tuned into the Kyle and Jackie O interview with you and mm. you spoke before about sort of that playful energy of the feminine and yeah. despite them sort of quite obviously, you know, ha- taking taking the piss, yeah, um, totally. you just sort of laughed your way through it and, like, you handled it perfectly. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and, and that, that playful sort of energy really did come through. Mm. So, yeah, acknowledgements yeah. to you for that because I think it takes a lot of guts. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, mm, absolutely. Especially when people are having a go and trying to trying to bring you down, you know. When people don't understand something, it's, it's easier to create judgment and just absolutely. negative comments. Mm. So, yeah, thank you. My mm. pleasure. So what did lead you into sort of the line of work you're in now? That's a really great question. So (laughs) (laughs) I guess, you know, a lot of my upbringing was I I, um, grew up with a single mom and so she was very masculine and feminine. Like she was had to be in her masculine a lot of the time to be the father and, and also the mother. So it was like growing up with this, this kind of you know masculine feminine woman and Mm. I got really out of balance in my early 20s when I started running a business I got really in my hustle I got really in my masculine in my do in my dad and and just pushing kind of thing and I completely forgot about the feminine like it just wasn't even in my mind and through doing that I created um ovarian problems and cysts and I was really disconnected with my body um I was constantly in my head I couldn't even tune into my body and feel um so that led me to you know creating health problems and then having to go hey this isn't working for me anymore I need something to change and so Mm -hmm. just started to you know, really research more of this kind of work and see different practitioners and healers and go to different events and embodiment um, workshops. And and that really led me down this path, to be honest. It was just my own, you know, like research and then also seeing different people and experiencing different um, events and personal development things and realizing that that was creating a lot of my problems because I was mm. so out of balance. I was so in the masculine that I had to kind of bring it back into the feminine. Mm. So, yeah, it, that that was the process. It was it was going through different health health problems and having to actually really take a look at how I was living my life and realize that I was completely out of whack, <laughs> pretty mm. much. Yeah. Actually, you touched on something really interesting there because, I, I mean, I'm noticing just in some of my friendship circles and the women around me such an increase in PCOS yeah. and, and health issues based mm-hmm. around the reproductive organs. Yeah. Do you think that there is some sort of a connection between, mm-hmm. I guess, the, the suppression of the feminine energy and those health problems? A hundred percent. I I strongly believe so. Like the the reproductive organs are linked to the moon. Like uh, if you look at astrology, it's like linked to the moon to Luna. And so when we're disowning that part of self, when we're not fully embodying it, if we've got shame and guilt, that's like the heaviest kind of emotions that get stored in the lower centers. That's going to create some sort of issue. And even just noticing my 
like using a moon cup when I bleed has connected me to my blood on a whole nother level. So Mm -hmm. that in itself has created this new relationship with my, with my womb, with my ovaries, with my blood. And I can feel like this relationship being formed and I can feel like I'm not getting the same pains that I used to get when I bleed. I'm not getting, I'm not getting all of these symptoms that I would normally get when I was like, no, like not even owning it, you know? Mm. So I definitely think there's a correlation there. I definitely think, you know, we're not meant to experience like severe pain when we bleed. It's not meant to be so extreme and we're not meant to have problems down there. Like, and I, mm. I seriously think it's due to the fact that we've been suppressed for so long and we've disowned that part of self and we, we hate on it. Mm. Ultimately we're like hating on it and we're like, ew, my period or oh, this or that. And it's just become this negative thing. And that in turn is going to create some sort of physical issue because it's, mm. it's negative. You're constantly creating this separation of self. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's something to be thought of. You know, there's obviously other factors to take on board, but I definitely think it there's definitely a correlation there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm a big believer that. um, I mean, without diving too deeply into the science of it, Mm. our consistent thought processes do release, you know, chemicals or or hormones, if you will, that. Uh, you know, if if it's a consistent thing, we throw the body out of balance, and so uh, you know the, the the body sort of tries to notify us of of what's occurring, yeah. and yeah, you know, it's almost. Uh, I'm a big believer that when we have any sort of disease uh, or any sort of illness, it's just the body kind of, I guess, inviting us to dive a little deeper into self and consider what's being reflected back to us. Totally. It's, mm. it's a feedback mechanism. It's like, hey, there's pain here. Like, you know, it's like showing you there's pain. Okay, there's something going on here. You need to look at that. Rather than being like, oh, let's just take some medication and make the pain go away. It's like, well, maybe I need to look below that and see what's actually running here. What, mm. what, what am I not seeing that needs to be looked at? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the mm. human body is an incredible machine and it. It knows what to do to, to heal itself. And, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, unfortunately, we've just become so disconnected to that that, you know, as we as you said, we sort of, um, you know, we feel pain and we seek to numb it through... Um, External you know, things, yeah. Yeah, through pain relief or through, you know, whatever it may be, as opposed to actually, you know, using that as, I suppose, the invitation to dance and really dive into what am I being shown? Totally. Totally, mm. and questioning it rather than just taking it as a, oh, this is just happening, you know. Mm. Yeah, You've just, that um, whole inward thing, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You've just actually <laughs> sparked something for me because I, um, just the last couple of weeks, uh, sorry, last couple of months I've found, like, when I'm PMSing, like, the cramps are mm. a lot worse than normal and, you know, sort of, I guess, the, the natural response is, oh, I'll just go have some Panadol and, you know, because they, they do. Get on I find with they, <laughs> Yeah, and, and, that, and that's, that's my issue. Like, I've, yeah. I, I suppose, been... Because um, a lot of the time I find they pop up when I'm deep in, uh, in my work. So, you know, I'm really mm-hmm. in a focus mode and I suppose more in that masculine energy. And yeah. so these cramps pop up and I'm going like, oh, you know, they're such a distraction. So it's like, yeah. oh, Panadol, we'll just ignore them. Yeah. But totally. there it is, right? Here's me yeah. learning from my own 
my own discussion. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So it's probably your body just going, hey, you're a bit imbalanced right now. Why don't you yeah. just take some time out to just zone back in and reconnect to like your womb or your heart and just do some breathing. It's mm. like, it could be that simple. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. So powerful. <laughs> Definitely. So what can we expect to see from you in the future then after all of this is, you know, mm. <laughs> unraveled so suddenly? It's so exciting. Um, well, there'll definitely eventually be the I want to run events for women to understand their menstrual cycles and moon cups and just connecting in with the blood, not necessarily painting it on their face, but, but definitely connecting in with it and, and reowning that part of self. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm also at the moment working on a six-week program to reclaim your radiance. So this will be all about the adornment, learning makeup, learning how to consciously love and apply makeup, learning how to do body movement and dance and stuff like this. So that will be launched in the next couple of weeks and just continuing my work to help spread the message and help women tap into their, their radiance and their power and their embodiment. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm, so cool. I'm going to give, I'm going to give you a bit more of a, um, I guess a Jackie O style question here. Okay. <laughs> Did you actually find that it had any like a positive impact on your skin? You know what? I, I can't say because I didn't do it enough, but I think like if I was to do like while I'm bleeding, do like a four or five day like blood face mask, I reckon it probably would because the blood holds like stem cells and I feel like it's quite healing. The magical, mm. mystical powers of the blood is super healing. So I don't know. I'll, you know what? I'll try it. I'm going to take sleep. <laughs> get back to you (laughs) all right you let me know (laughs) yeah I'll take a before photo like my my face before and then like four or five days later (laughs) sounds good I mean even because like I heard you say in that interview about the stem cells and um I was having so I do a little bit of martial arts and um a friend of mine he um broke his hand um punching like punching pads and um we were having a discussion about um, getting stem cells put into the hand to help with the healing process. Yeah. And um, I immediately thought of your interview. <laughs> so, I mean, if, if it works for, you know, healing, yeah. like quickening up the process of healing broken bones and stuff, totally. to me it makes perfect sense that it would have a positive impact on the skin. A hundred percent. Yeah, I totally think that. (laughs) No, but definitely do keep me updated. I'm really curious. I will. I will. Definitely. Amazing. Could be be the new thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You've started something. I definitely have. The the movement spreads very Mm. worldwide and I've been getting a lot of, of messages from different people just sharing their gratitude for this being opened up. So, mm. It's really awesome. Yeah, mm. you're very courageous. Thank you. You're welcome. Just, to me, it's like, oh, this is just normal, right? This is just what <laughs> you do. Like, I'm so open to trying things. So it's not like, to me, it's not pretty crazy. But I guess to a lot mm. of the world, it's completely insane. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I think that shows, though, you know, I, sadly, how much um, the world as a collective is so closed off. Yeah. Yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. So, you know, for me, it's like if this can just bring some sort of awareness or consciousness, then I'm beyond grateful and happy that that's happened. 
mm, I'm happy absolutely. to sacrifice for that. <laughs> mm, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I get yeah. that for sure. Mm. Well, thank you so much. You've been incredible to talk to. And I, I hope I sort of gave you a space to share your message there without um, without some yeah. of the ridicule that you've sort of had to deal with previously. Yeah, that was really good. Thank you. Um, where can we find you on social media? Where can we, you know, get more information about these retreats and, and what have you? So it's all on my Instagram Instagram and Facebook page, Yasmina Jade. It's all there. Um, and, yeah, my events are constantly posted on my page and Instagram. So, yeah, easy. Perfect. <laughs> and, and as always, I'll make sure that I pop the links in, um, in the uh, podcast Wonderful. description so people can Thank easily you. jump in and find them. My yeah. pleasure. Well, yeah, thank you so much. You've been amazing. Beautiful. Thank you. And I'll uh, speak to you soon. Sounds good. I'll have to. <laughs> um, now that I know you're in Byron Bay, I'll have to. Um, I've always wanted to go to Byron, so I'm going oh, to have to. come up. <laughs> yeah, organize a trip and we'll, we'll, have, we'll catch up and we'll have coffee. Or definitely. Something. Definitely. <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> amazing. All right. Well, you have Wonderful. an incredible day, won't you? Thanks, beautiful. You too. All right, speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. I hope that shed a little bit of light on the intention. You know, I had a thought after jumping on this interview that I found really interesting, and that was that it's so the norm within the mainstream to go to, uh, I would personally call them extreme, but to go to extreme lengths for beauty, um, to do such things as, you know, have Botox injected into the face, which I would think would be painful. I don't know. I've never undergone any sort of those procedures. But um, to have Botox painfully injected into the face, to have synthetic fillers painfully injected into the lips, to go through the pain of having, um, you know, implants, silicone implants placed into, like, boobs and bums and, and what have you, to have fat vacuumed out of the body, but then it to be so judged and uh, completely misunderstood to use something so natural that, you know, has... Science is proving that it has incredible, incredible components um, which promote growth and promote healing. To shun the use of that as a, 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 a facial, that's really bizarre to me that we would be so quick to jump to the painful use of, you know, synthetic products, but then shun something so natural. Mm, interesting. And I, I want to note on that topic as well, I, I have nothing against the use of, you know, Botox and fillers and, and implants and what have you. I feel that they have a certain place in society. Um, I personally feel they're not for me at this stage in my life. That's not to say they never will be. But at this stage in my life, they're certainly not for me. But isn't that an interesting thought? Mm, just something to think about. Anyway, 
As always, to the listeners, if there is someone you want me to interview, someone that you want me to deep dive with, give me a holler. Uh, And if you want to know a little bit more about the Live Free movement and what it is that we do, you can find me on social media at www.facebook.com forward slash the Live Free movement or on Instagram at www.instagram.com forward slash Brianna Bowley. That's B-R-I-A-N-A Bowley, B-O-W-L-E-Y. And uh, until next time, what else is possible?